So on this no added sugar diet that I've been on for almost five full months, I got real excited the other day thinking June 1st would be halfway there, but it's just five full months. Um, on this no added sugar diet, I have been chewing Spry, that sugar-free gum without other crap in it, bad crap. And I've noticed it dries really like I guess that reveals I don't clean my car enough, but it's not actually that old. I think it's from yesterday, maybe Thursday, or Friday, probably from Friday. Anyway, it, it seems to like be a very flaky, not gum-like dry. I'm curious to see, but I'm not going to not clean out my car just because I want to curious to see how it dries. So, other than that little disgusting factoid, the morning has been me playing around with my iMac, my mid-2011 iMac pack to run Mojave and getting used to it. It is, it doesn't slow down in the same way the MacBook Air did, which is kind of what I figured because my tasks are RAM intensive, not like GPU RAM intensive, just regular RAM intensive. And the iMac's got 12 gigs versus the 4 in the MacBook, so it, it's working a lot better just usability wise. Though I do notice the memory is constantly at the top in iStat menus, which I have to run again because there's enough memory to run it and there's enough screen space to show it, which is real exciting. Um, I'm still trying to figure out my whole monitor situation. I, at one time, what did I do? For a while, did I have a constantly open VNC sesh session going into a um, of the PC running not headless but in a VNC that seems like something weird I would do but it also doesn't seem right it doesn't seem like it was that computer I was doing that with remember but no other computer would really make sense maybe it was like my initial setup and then I found Synergy I think I was using something else before Synergy and then I found Synergy I wonder if Synergy which I just bought a license to it's cheaper than what I stopped using the first time because it got, I needed to pay for a license. I don't know, I'm happy with Synergy. I've gotten $30 in use out of that app, more than worth it. So the only thing I'm having trouble with now is not being able to run anything requiring OpenCL, which is Apparently every single movie editor you can get running under Mojave. I tried to get iMovie 9 running and it failed. I tried to get the High Sierra version of Mojave, or the High Sierra version of iMovie running. It wanted OpenCL too. DaVinci Resolve wants OpenCL. I'm not familiar with any freeware timeline editing apps which is 
of what I need um, video editing. There's weird stuff like Simple Movie X, which sort of took QuickTime Pros, was sort of like an advanced QuickTime Pro. Very powerful app, kind of terrible UX, or UI UX. It just did not, it, it, it had to work in one window, and that just did not work for the things you were trying to do. And I remember it had a really weird drawer functionality. I think it still runs too, or at least it did within the last year, but I don't know what I was using it for. What I need now is I need a way to, let's see, I need a way to a really healthy silence drawer, I found that. But I need a way to change out the audio on existing footage uh, at specific time stamps. So I'm not even, I need something graphical just for what I'm doing, and I think I'm going to be stuck doing it with, I'm, I'm not sure about DaVinci Resolve, I don't know if it's going to do exactly what I need, at one point I was going to try to do it on the iPad, but I might just try doing it in DaVinci Resolve. It's a next week project, or possibly this weekend project, because we're going out of town to Kansas on the night before the wedding. I'm planning on doing a uh, sort of getting my wife's iCloud account squared away, having some kind of authentication issue for ages, so I'm going to try to get that fixed, and then I'm going to try to get, maybe start working on this other project, but I did start something, another project for Thursday, Friday, I'm working on this thing for Friday, and I'm, I had to find some very specific software. 14-day trial, otherwise it's a hundred bucks. So what I'm trying to do is get it out of the way over the next 14 days, which seems like enough time to do kind of what I want to do with these projects. Not 100% on it, but it seems like just about enough time. And then sensor. Yeah. Like, every time I just want to trust it, it scares the shit out of me. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try to get this iScribe work done before the trial runs out, because $100 seems a little bit too much, especially since 
basically it's, it's um, transcription software, but video transcription software. So it's going to timestamp everything for me, it says, which on my current project is not that Sports JavaScript, which I know less than zip about, but there's, I feel like this is a solvable problem in about 15 minutes. Like, so if I want to keep doing this thing, I don't think I want to. Also set up Synology Drive to yeah, I'm not making up any time there, am I? So I also set up Synology Drive because adding the old the new old iMac got Dropbox really
decent outlet to drive, and I realize that now that I'm now that I have two computers, there are going to be times that I want to share things just between those two computers, like a copy of the movie file I'm commenting on that I transcribe. That if I'm going to want that, then it's able to share that. It's not able to do different sharing permissions on different share folders. Same outlet to drive and that. It's a, it's a universal setting whether or not you want the you want the drive to delete. So if I remotely delete a file, should that delete that Synology or should that have to re-download? And as far as the second folder, the sort of working folder, I thought maybe I'd want it to re-download, but now that I'm thinking through it, I, I don't see a use case for it. I have six to 32 versions accessible on the, uh, the share folder too, which is pretty cool. Um, Synologies are pretty awesome. Like, you could do, you could set up some cool stuff with Synology, especially when it's not heavy lifting stuff like this is just running sync which is which has not gotten me thinking about how to streamline anything with Brasilio but there might be a way to streamline Brasilio a little bit. Brasilio uses I have a couple folders finally came out for iOS, it doesn't do the DLC things, you know, and it's like, okay, well, it's not going to 
it's not going to be the DLC thing. They updated for something, right? Like maybe metal acceleration on the desktop too. But it's just got so many the settings have never been streamlined. Not even to so you know ten years ago when your choices were QuickTime Player or DLC. Arguably, QuickTime Player Pro had a far better interface. I'm going for advanced settings. I'm just thinking about trying to walk somebody through changing the brightness in DLC for that Game of Thrones episode, for example, and it would be a it would be incredible. Whereas an old QuickTime Player Pro, I think you could just bring up some sort of a filtering thing and change the brightness and contrast. Like there were sliders. Um, that was a really good tool back in the pre H two six and now times of video compression is fine. It works really, really well. It's frustrating. What I don't like about what Apple's done to QuickTime Player is they've they've not only stripped it of functionality, they rebranded it iPhone or sorry, uh, QuickTime Player 10, Roman numeral 10, and then and it sucks. And it makes silly files. And I get it. They don't necessarily have a see a need for that app anymore. And in many ways, they actively discourage a need for that app. You would not, you know, how do you, what video do you really download these days that Apple cares about your experience with? You know, we're not downloading from, we're not copying files over from CDs anymore, or DVDs, digital copies. We're not, there's no, I don't think there's any legitimate, and I mean, this is gray area. Overreaching, but there's no Mac App Store app that lets you download YouTube, as far as I know. So even though there's nothing hacky about video these days, people just watch their video through whatever streaming provider or website. It's a lot less hacky than it used to be. I remember for a while it was iMovie was so fast. I would just use iMovie for basic video editing, but that was back when you could do that and save a file that had all sorts of file links, and then you could sort of export that from QuickTime Player. In theory, not losing any quality, though you sometimes had strange screen transitions. That's what I used Simple Movie for. Simple Movie X for. It was hacking together my copy of Whiskey Business Director's Cut. Okay, I need to look into that too because I don't have a good enough copy. Um, okay.